Well, good evening. Here we are, Course of Love. We are currently in the second treatise, the treatise on the nature of unity, and we are in Chapter 9, the belief there is no loss but only gain. And as of last week, we read up to chapter paragraph 9.6. So uh, this evening, I, Judy's with us, and few people have chose to listen, and they're on mute, so Judy and I will read, and if anyone wants to dialogue or come in, you're free to do that, and uh, we'll leave it open, but everyone, please mute your phones if you're not speaking, and we'll carry on for the evening, but before we do that, let's just take a few moments, catch our breath with the weary problems or whatever's going on in our daily life. Put that all aside. Go into your heart center and find that quiet, that peace, that love. Take a few deep breaths. Relax into those breaths. Let them permeate through your head, through your heart, through your body. Let all that air in and out. Relax. Just relax. And listen to these affirming words. Good evening. Oh, hi, Paula Yvonne. I was calling hi. before and there was no one on, so I thought, uh-oh. I just thought really? I'd try again, and here you are. <laughs> yeah, we, we've been on. We've been on. Have you? Yeah, well, we, the call. Yeah, they said there was no one on, and I had the music and so on. Uh, so I wow. thought, okay. So- I'm glad you tried again. Yeah, me too. Okay. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, no, we're just getting started. I was delaying it for a while. So we have Judy and some people listening quietly. And Well, Judy, you and I, and and I just announced we're on Chapter 9. We read to 9.6, so we'll be starting with 9.7 in the second treaty. Okay? Okay, thank you. And I was just saying, you know, let's just center ourselves and relax and listen to these affirming words, okay? Mighty currents of God's healing love flow through us now, renewing and restoring every fiber of our being. We are whole, well, and free. I'm going to read that again. I need to hear these affirming words. Mighty currents of God's healing love flows through us now, renewing and restoring every fiber of our being. We are whole, well, and free. Amen, amen, amen. Those words really sunk in. Feel that God's healing love. Mm. Yeah. Every not every fiber of our being. Okay. So, Judy, you I'm just gonna go back a little bit to nine, five, and six to give us a little running start. And then Judy, you're gonna read seven, and Yvonne eight, nine. And 10, even read 11, 
Okay? Maybe we'll just read it through. How do you, what do you think, ladies? Works for me. I'm okay. Yeah, good for okay. me too. Okay. Yeah, we'll do some reading and then we'll do some dialoguing. Okay. So here we go. From chapter 9, the belief there is no loss but only gain. And he went on to say, let me see what he said, the desire to hang on to anything assumes that what you have is in need of protection or that it would not be secure without your effort to keep it secure. Inherent in this assumption is the concept of having or ownership. How does this relate to having needs? By identifying needs in such a way, in the same way that you identify having in regards to Oh my God, I just lost it. Possessions, you but continue to feel as if you have needs, even long after they have been met. Since I have already stated that you, that you do have needs, this may seem, even though I have stated that you do have needs, this may seem confusing. In relationship, every need is met by a corresponding need. It is a dance of correspondence. Judy, you want to do seven? Yes, thank you. Wow. Oof. Those words at the beginning, really, I felt them. Oh, okay. All needs are shared. This is what differentiates needs from wants. This is true in two senses. It is true in that all needs, from survival needs to needs for love, are literally shared in the same measure by all. The other sense in which needs are shared is in the aspect of correspondence. They are shared because they are known. Every being inherently knows that it shares the same needs as every other being of its kind. Every being also inherently knows that needs and the fulfillment of needs are part of the same fabric. They are like puzzle pieces that fit together. Other beings that share life with you on this planet are not concerned with needs or need fulfillment. Doing what needs to be done in order to survive is hardly the same as feeling that one has a need. Needs are the domain of the thinking being only. Thinking beings share needs because of the way in which they think. That some seem to have more needs than others is a fallacy of perception. Not one has more needs than another. Yvonne, to you. All righty, thanks. What is shared by all is not owned. What all has is in no danger of being taken away. All that you are capable of having, you already have, as the already accomplished All that you would give will take nothing away from you. (laughs) This could be restated as the belief that there is no loss but only gain. Mm -hmm. The extent to which you deny your needs or are honest about your needs makes the difference in your connection or separation within relationships. The extent to which you are willing 
to abdicate your needs in order to attain something is the extent to which your belief in want or lack is revealed. I'm going to read that again. The extent to which you are willing to abdicate your needs in order to attain something is the extent to which your belief in want or lack is revealed. This is their purview of special relationships. Thus, the very compromises you are often prone to make in special relationships are but the symptoms of your fear. As soon as you are content or self-satisfied, or in other words, feel your needs are met, the desire to hang on to what you have arises. This is true of knowledge or what you know and of who you are just as much as it is of special relationships and what you might readily think of as treasure, such as a successful career or inspired creative project. You know, I'd like to read that paragraph again because for some reason it, it didn't uh, didn't sync with me. Sure, please do. Yeah. yeah. As soon as you are content or self-satisfied, in other words, feel your needs are met, once or soon as I'm content in order that I feel my needs are met, the desire to hang on to what you have arises. Feel that your needs are met, the desire to hang on. This is true of knowledge or what you know, or what you know, and of who you are just as much as it is of special relationships and what you might readily think of as treasure, such as a successful career or inspired creative project. Okay, uh, I've had you want, you, want to, you want to talk about it a little bit before we move let's on? Do that. Yeah, let's do that mm-hmm. because this is, not, uh, this is not connecting with me for some reason, this particular paragraph. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. let's do that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm going to say, as soon as I am content or self-satisfied, or in other words, feel that my needs are met, Okay, if I feel that my needs are met, then the desire to hang on to what you have arise, what I have arises. Okay, well, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Okay, this is true of knowledge, too, or what you know of and who you are as much as it is of special relationships and what you might really think of treasure or as a successful career. Okay, so the point to me now is that I can't be content the if it, if I'm if I'm being my true self, I don't I don't my needs I don't think my needs are necessary to be met. It's just a process. I won't. It's not like I'm trying to have my needs met. And if I'm satisfied and content with that, then clearly uh, this is a, this will be an example as well as a special relationship or what I might mm-hmm. think of a career or so yeah. on. Okay, so that's that's the yeah, there then. Okay, thank you, Paula. Yeah, no, you know, because I was looking back, and he went in in seven. He said something to the extent, doing what needs to be done in order to needs are the domain of the thinking being only. Thinking okay. beings share needs because of the way in which they think. 
that some seem to have more needs than others of fallacy or perception. No one has more needs than another. So it's, it's you know, it, I heard you say, and thank you because it was confusing me too, and as we have learned, you know, in other works about special relationships, anything could be a special relationship. If you if you feel it's important, you know, it's like a main factor in your life. And it's in our thinking mind that we believe, like he says, that it could be a career or something. You make that into a special relationship. You can have a special relationship with the chair that you really like. Anything that's special, you know, I mean, this is how I'm thinking. Maybe I'm wrong, too. If it's, you know, if it's more than just, you put something in front of you, in front of you other than your relationship with God, which is the only relationship, then everything else is special. How's that for, in my brain, what I'm thinking? Yep, that's it. Because that he says in 9-8, what is shared by all is not owned. There you go. So right. there's, there's not a need there. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. we feel that's we have was... these. Yeah, we need. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. I'm okay, glad that's... you did that. So I was getting a little. And, you know, now for me, going through this course again and again, uh, uh, you know, I have to be honest with myself. And if, if like, if I'm reading something here my, in, by myself at home, I'm going back and forth and back and forth. I'm going to have to get it because if I don't, I'm not being honest with myself. And I'm mm. not, not being, I'm not allowing the whole thing to be part of me kind of thing. You know, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm jilting myself, so to speak, too, and I don't mm-hmm. get it. Because then I go on to the next paragraph and, you know, a little more, then it all builds, and all of a sudden I miss the whole thing, so to speak. So that's why I was uh, uncomfortable there, and I'm glad that you worked with me, Paula. Thank you. Yeah, and you know... Yvonne, I'm fine. Like, yes, I've read this book many times, too, like you and I go back and forth. But I really relish the dialogue. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. like, you know, you you can get, you can, you know, interpret or feel, oh, yeah, this is what makes it, it's feeling, feel, you know, it's, it feels good in my mind. Yeah, I think this, I got it, I got it. And, like, what we just did, we dialogued, and I brought another perspective in, and you thought of it, and I thought of it, and we came to a conclusion, you know. So I, I sometimes, I think, diet, and it was through dialogue. We were just talking about it, you know, not teaching, not, we were being, this is what it means, said to me, and this is what it said to you. And still, you know, we take away what resonates within our individuality, Right. Yeah. Am I babbling? No, you're not. No, you're not. No. 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 And that's what I appreciate. perfect sense. Yeah, that's what I appreciate about this uh, call with you, Paula, even though I don't, sometimes I can't get on it. But when I do, I I, I do feel uh, the... uh, the dialogue is is the fabric, is the the essence Mm -hmm. of what what you want to do each time. So, Mm -hmm. thank you. And... And you know what I'm, you know, even in other groups, and I know Reverend Bill's on, you know, with his group, 
it, you know, we don't, I mean, that's what, you know, when you finally get to the, you know, dialogue on veil, that, that's what, you know, that should have been read first <laughs> before you started mm-hmm. the book. You know? Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> that was an afterthought, yeah. So, but it, it's opening us up to really, you know, say like, it, it's, it's a learning, it's not a learning process, it's an experiencing. You experience it. And we're all interpreting in our own thinking mind, which he says, you know, which that's, our, that's the worst place to be in the thinking mind. <laughs> <laughs> and when you experience it, and it's kind of like a feeling, you know, like, yeah, that feels right. You know, so, mm-hmm. but I'm glad. Yeah. So, ladies, do you want to keep reading or should we, what do you want to do? Close open. Yeah, anything you guys want to do, I'm up, I'm up for it. Okay. Um, I'm like, going to What? No, what would you like, Yvonne? Let me hear. I, I think it's good to keep reading because right now we're, uh, Right now we've got some juices flowing, you know, and it's kind of you don't want to <laughs> fall in You know, you need to go. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll read. Let me see this. You read 11. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. We'll read two each? Yeah. All right, you ladies. All right, I'll read. Okay. I'll read two. Judy, two. I'll read 12 and 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. I don't know, just read. <laughs> I don't want to see the picture. I'll read two and read <laughs> All right, 12. As soon as desire to hang on arises, both learning and unlearning have been seen. Wait, let me start again. As soon as the desire to hang on arises, but learning and unlearning cease to occur. The desire to maintain a state you believe you have achieved and have labeled a state in which your needs are met creates a static level that no matter how good or right or meaningful loses its creative nature by remaining static. That kind of just blew apart when I just said. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Got me right. Got me right between the eyes. Yeah. yeah. Me too. That's it. Static. Mm-hmm. And the static, yeah. no creativity. Does it lose its creative mm-hmm. nature? Meaning static. I mean, remember we talk about in Course of Love, is, is movement, what is it? Movement, there's three different levels. There's movement, yeah, movement, being, motivation, being, motivation, being, expression. Movement, yeah. what? Being and expression. Uh, that's right, being and expression. There you go. Yeah. 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 Put some meat on the bones there, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So how do you remain within the constant creative flux or flow of creation without either constantly striving for more of what you already have or for what you consider progress? You need a means of disconnecting this drive that has become instinctual to you. As a being existing in form, you have honed, you have honed certain instincts over millennia 
such as the instinct to survive in order to carry on in physical form. Hmm. It's this constant striving. I guess that's the the empathy. Uh, the um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like you said, we've been doing it for millennia. The constant striving for more of what you already or what you have considered progress, like the bane of the human existence. That constant striving. Mm. Okay, Judy, you want to go on? Yeah, I'm still hit between the eyes with those last two. But anyway, I will continue on. There is no such thing as... Do you want to stop and talk about it? Do you want to speak about it? Yeah, maybe it would be good because I'm feeling not confused by it, I think I think if I really am honest with myself, I'm feeling a bit resistant. Mm-hmm. And I think the resistance is coming from this particular character trait I've had my whole life, which is stubbornness and wanting to hang on to whatever it is that I, to whatever it is, and it could be a person, a place, or a thing, it doesn't really matter, but I want to hang on to whatever it is that makes me feel good and safe. Mm. So I know that I need to do some more work. That's been kind of nagging away at me the last few weeks. Uh, but 12 really hit me. Because I do have a desire to hang on. And I know that both learning and unlearning does cease to occur when I do that. Mm. And the desire to maintain a state I believe I have achieved you know, and labeled a state in which my needs are met, that it, it does create a static level. I've lived through that, and I, I remember I can see it. And I see how it's lost its creative nature by remaining static. Mm-hmm. I can see all that, and, and I'm, I get very stubborn. Okay, that's where I guess where my ego kind of climbs into my life and decides that it's uh, the queen and decides it wants to take over everything in my life. Okay, so how do I remain within the constant creative flow of creation without wanting more? Mm-hmm. So I need a means of disconnecting. Okay, and it has become instinctual. No, no kidding. It's become such a deeply ingrained um, habit within me that um, I, until we just read this, and that's why it hit me between the eyes, it's like I had no idea just how far, just how deep this had been affecting me. So, and it's true, as a being existing in form, yeah, that's me, and the instinct to survive, definitely, uh, the instinct to keep what I have, Definitely, and it has created a very static state. Okay, I'm getting it all. I just want a way out, and for some reason right now, I'm just not clicking with with what a way out is. I understand it. I get it. Um, There's a few things that have been hitting me recently that have to do with jealousy and fear. Mm. Along, oh yeah, along with the stubbornness. So, I think it's time for me to do another deep dive into myself and find out what the heck's going on. 
Well, let's so, continue reading. Maybe he'll yeah give you some an out, you know, something to think about. Right. Yeah. So okay. Yeah. Read, Thanks, Paula. Read fourteen, 14? and fifteen. Fourteen and okay. fifteen. Paula, can I interrupt yeah. one second? Um, I I don't know my phone or not, but I'm having a, a very much difficulty hearing Judy. Uh, it seems like oh. it's very muffled, and I don't get a lot what she what she was saying. So oh. I don't know. If is too close or, or what, but uh, I've noticed that uh, since I've been doing this call with you, I've, I've noticed that it's very difficult for me to hear her. So, And, and I know I'm missing out by not hearing what she's saying, but it's hard for me to put all of what she says into perspective because of that. So I don't know if it's just me, but I don't have any problem hearing you, Paula. Because I want to hear what both. I want to hear what you have to say, uh, Judy, but I'm, it's just I must say it gets broken up and, and, uh, oh. and the depth and, and uh, the passion that which you're speaking and expressing, sometimes the wor- I don't hear the words. So I, I just oh. want to throw that out. I don't know if that's going to oh, help anybody. Oh, thank you. No, thank you, for, thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing that, Yvonne. Um, I don't know if it's my, it must be my phone then, obviously. Let me just, I I hear you fine, Judy. I hear you fine. Oh, okay. All right. Um, Basically, Yvonne, what I was saying, and I hope I'm not breaking up with this, but basically what I was saying is that I'm having difficulty these days, and it's been hitting me over the last couple of weeks, that I do have quite a few issues around being stubborn, feeling jealous, and feeling fear and that it's time for me to go into a deep dive into myself and find out what's going on. That's basically it. Was that it, I Paula? Got it. Did I say all that? Okay. <laughs> it was very clear. I heard you loud and clear there. So oh, perfect. Okay. okay. Yeah, maybe it's how you hold the phone. I don't hold the phone. I've got earplugs. i got earphones in. My phone is, is away from me. Oh, maybe it's a wire. Just a minute. Yeah. Can I do that and that and that? Get to help get rid of this stupid wire, tuck it there somewhere. Okay, fine. I'm going to read 14 and 15. And Yvonne, if you're having trouble hearing me, please stop me and let me know. As I may be fiddling with something. I don't know. Okay? Okay. <laughs> All right, 14. There is and no Yvonne, mute, Yvonne, mute your phone. And I'll mute, mute my phone. I mute oh, my no. phone. Okay, oh, okay. Just make sure. All right, let's try. Go okay. Ahead. Okay. There is no such thing as a static level in unity where creation is continuous and ongoing. You should have no desire to reach such a state, and the awareness that you are in such a state can alert you or serve as a sign that the ego mind. <laughs> And it's fear-based thinking of momentarily returns. No kidding. <laughs> this does not mean that you will never be at rest or that you will be constantly seeking to arrive. As has already been said, you have arrived and rest exists only in the state of unity. Because you have not thought previously of needs as tools, every bit as valuable as the others mentioned here this adjustment in your thinking may seem difficult to accept. How does the identification of needs 
or the dependency inherent in relationships bypass the ego mind. They heretofore have not, only because of your perception of them as signals of what you are lacking. Once this perception has shifted, your ego mind will cease to be fed by these concerns. What is food for the ego mind is fear and the removal of these final fears will quite literally starve the ego mind out of existence. They sound loud and clear to me. How was it? How was it? Did you hear well? Oh. Yeah, I heard. I mean, I keep my I keep my uh, phone muted all the time, except when I'm speaking. So, yeah. but I could hear no. her better this time. So that's oh, good. good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's probably helps that I'm not fiddling around with all the wires here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I like that <sighs> last line in fifteen. What is food for the ego mind is fear, and the removal of these final fears will quite literally starve the ego mind out of existence. Hallelujah. But to get there, something else. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe I would, I don't know what, I, I would like your input, both your girls' input on uh, what I was saying before about the stubbornness and the, the jealousy, although mm-hmm. that part is getting better, but the, the stubbornness and the fear. Um, so... That's, so that's a deep dive. Yeah, that's huh? a deep dive. Yeah. That's a deep so the, dive. Yeah, that's that's the, what I'm, that's my intention, yeah. 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 I need to. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I am. I'm tired of it. That's the thing, you know, you just got to just, you know, you, I, who is it? Somebody speaks about this. Oh, I, it might be Krishna Das. I don't remember. But... Uh, when you know when when this a certain ego uh, pattern comes up, you know uh, you, instead of like trying to fight, you can say you can make give it name. Okay, mm-hmm. Lily, come again. <laughs> yeah. All right, sit down, have yeah. a cup of tea, just relax. You know, acknowledge and, it, mm-hmm. right? Because you're not like internalizing that. You you realize that you have these thoughts, and that's fine. So you say, okay, there you go again. Okay, making a little mess again. Okay, you stay there now. Because what you're doing is you're not internalizing it. You're looking at it and you're putting it separate. So you say, okay, so you can be over there and someone else can be here. Oh, here you go again. Here's another guy coming over my shoulder trying to step, you know, make a mess for me. Okay, you can just stay there too. That kind of thing. And I, I really like that because that works for me when I think of that. Mm-hmm. I'm like in my state and I can have many states. And, you know, I can be the bitch, mm-hmm. I can be the witch, I can be the mother, I can yes. be the hater. <laughs> yeah. I can be yeah, the witch. Right? I can be good. all of these things. Oh, there you go again, Yvonne. Okay, that's your mother speaking right there. Stuff like that. And, <laughs> yeah. and it helps me because you kind of make a, you have a, like, make a, a game out of it, like, and then you don't about it because mm-hmm. that's not Clark as it says here in 14 as has already been said you have arrived and yeah. rest exists only in the state of unity that's our natural state that's who you are this other stuff is just noise and if you look at it like I that agree. don't internalize it that, that that's not you all that crap and fear and jealousy and stubbornness that's not you, you know what it is 
Yeah, but just, you know, to me, it's like don't give it prominence. Don't make it, you know, like laugh at it. Like, you have to be kidding. Here it comes again. You know, exactly. like, and then you run to uh, you know, come on, are you kidding me? Right. <laughs> this is it. I got it. Anything you know, like that. Just to help yeah. you, you, you observing your thoughts, but you're not getting caught, caught or attached to them. Not that you're ever not going to, but in that moment, you, you say, "Oops, okay, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not yeah, going to yeah. follow that thing down the rabbit hole," you know, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. That helps. Thank you. Well, I'll drink yeah. to that one. I'm going to go get a drink and have a drink. <laughs> Sit down, like you're oh, I wish. <laughs> yeah, like you know, just say, don't. You know, like, you know, I'm pre- I'm saying it to you, and I'm saying it to you, because I, you know, like Yvonne is talking to herself, like I'm, like you know, I'm telling you, because I know I can, you know, make a mountain out of a molehill within my mind and my thinking mind, and oh yeah, this is here it goes. Where's this feeling coming from? I can't believe it's here again. It's there. Yeah. Okay, it's here. Yeah. Part of my humanness, and I'm going to embrace it. And we say, yeah, you're here again, but I'm not going to. And that's where I have stopped judging myself. Because that's Good. where, it, for me, it puts me in the yeah. dark hole. And I have yeah, to, like, it, like, I know this isn't true. And if it yeah. wants to come up, I think my crazy mind is at it again. And what's my crazy mind? The ego. You've got to be careful. Yeah, of course. You know? <laughs> Right, yeah. yeah, I get that. It just hit me with such a pain. And thankfully, it, it just happened one time when I felt mm-hmm. that a fear arise. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, I felt this fear arise, and I, I really thought that I was beyond it. And when it happened, I felt it like a pain. It was almost like a physical mm-hmm. reaction. I felt it so strongly. And mm-hmm. it was just amazing. I mean, I was just absolutely taken aback by it. I had no idea. I had no and idea. That's, yeah. at work. That's, 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 yeah. that's, that's when you know, and I remember hearing this years ago, when, and it, I think it was in the Course in Miracles, that's when you're making your best strides. That's you made your major strides in knowing the truth. Because, yes. it, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it, because it felt yeah. so big, but you were so aware of it. Mm-hmm. If you weren't, you know, like you weren't just like, oh, it, it was there. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll pass. And, and yeah. Oh, I, yeah. And it passed. It passed very quickly. And all it did was, mm-hmm. as you said, it was like a huge two by four upside my head. And you know, just yeah. like, just like, pay attention. There's something here that you need to learn about or understand about yourself. You know, you need to dig through this layer of mud to find the pony underneath here. You know, that kind of or thinking was say, like, yeah. It's like there is no mud. It's only in my imagination. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what I equated the fear to. The fear was the mud yeah. covering up some gorgeous little yeah. pony because the fear came on and it was strong and it yeah. hit me quickly and it passed very quickly too. However, it was an excellent reminder that I've still got work to do, some work to do. I mean, you probably, you know, I've been in a 12-step program like forever. Right. And in yeah. the 12-step program, we have something called a fourth step, <laughs> which can be, <laughs> yeah, it can be challenging. But in any yeah. event, I mean, over the years, I did quite a few of them. And I know that I got to the roots of most things. Um, but I obviously still have some stuff to look at. And so I am willing to look at it. I'm happy to look at it. Because if something hits me that hard, 
That means I've got to pay attention. Because I know what happens when I don't pay attention. I'm not going to repeat that nonsense. So thank you both so much. Yeah. I'm happy for you, Judy. You know, like you say, you, you work it through, you know, how you like when you, with the, you know, the steps. And I work it, you know, like, you know, I can relate to like, you know, I, I just went through, and I was telling you about these headaches. And I was just yeah. thinking about it. And I said, you know, what if it causes a major, you know, I went physical, like, you know, a stroke. And I started to fear the fear so deep, so scary. And I said, no, just let it go. Just don't go there. Just relax, you know. Because there is a fear. Mm -hmm. You know, we live with it all the time. Mm -hmm. It comes Mm -hmm. at us from every angle. This whole human experience is based on fear. And if, like, that's what I was telling you. That's what I've been going through. And I just sit. I know. Clear my head. Breathe into me, breathe out, just breathe in, relax into it, and find that place where I know it's not the truth. You know? Yeah. So we all find our ways to make it through this, you know, this human form or this humanness. Yeah. Some days it's, some days it's harder. But the one thing I have to say, I stopped, like, yes, if there's something that's still down there, it needs to come. It'll come. And I'm strong. Oh, I up. absolutely agree. Yeah. yeah and if not, agree. I'll take it I'll take it into my next incarnation. No, I'm not interested you know, in that. Thank you very much. <laughs> not that I, I want you. to, but you know, oh, I hear you, sweetie. Been, you I know, it like he said, we've gone back millennia. We've mm. traveled a long way, these souls, and it's a lot you know that we've taken with us and but I know mm-hmm. I feel lighter and I, I know when I get those moments of a ha ha like yes. Mhm. Yes. Yeah. I know. And I, like a joy and like a feeling comes through like like I breathe easier and say yes. And I find yeah. joy. It doesn't last too yeah. long but it's there. <laughs> yeah, oh I hear you loud and clear. I remember I started doing this some months ago, and um, although I call it a fourth step, that my process is just a little bit different than uh, what I learned in AA, I tend to now just go into a very deep meditation with the focus, is, with the focus on uncovering whatever it is that I need to know. Mm-hmm. So I leave it wide open. I don't put any kind of limits or restraints on it. So it's just whatever I need to know, and I leave it to the inner pathways to go through whatever it is that I go through within myself to uncover and discover the answer or the solution or a part of it, whatever comes up. Mm. So I found that, yeah, I found that to be really effective. Good, good. Like I said, yeah, I just, John, I just want to say, Paula, like you were mentioning, uh, we that's in 13. Like, we are a being existing in form. I mean, that's who we are. Mm-hmm. And yeah. mm-hmm. in the millennium, we have honed in these, honed these certain instincts for survival. Yeah. You can't take that away. We can't go and say, oh, no, that's no good. We can't be that way. Because mm-hmm. that is it. That's, that's how we are. And in order for us to carry on in physical form, we have had to do that. So there's nothing, from my standpoint, 
we're not out to try and take that away. You know, we're not trying to be some ethereal angel or something like that. We are human beings in form, and if we, you know, and our purpose here, from my standpoint, is to be able to experience everything in human form that comes to each of us. We all have our own form mm-hmm. that we mm-hmm. have address and, and meet every day, right? And the things yep. come to us because that's, the, that's what we have to deal with. If, you know, I have a lot of issues sometimes with cats and this and that, but because I've made, uh, made a decision that I, that's my life, these are the things I have to deal with. I have to overcome. I have, you know, it's just mm-hmm. whatever it is. You're in the situation that you're in because that's the life you're in. Exactly right. You see what yeah, I mean? Exactly I'm, right. Oh, totally. I, yeah. All of our lives are different, but we all have to go through what we have to go through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's no, there's no, you know, bypass type of thing. And that's you know, what I'm going to. Yeah, that's exactly right, Yvonne. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm going to throw this in. You know, we souls came into and we made our choices. Exactly. This is all part of the plan. Exactly. That we chose in this particular mm-hmm. journey. And that's what I have to remember. I chose this. The soul chose it. Mm-hmm. You know? Totally. So, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I'm going to go back in 14 when he, he said, you know, we were talking about there's no such thing as a static level in unity when creation is continually ongoing, blah, blah, blah. You should have no desire that the ego mind and sphere-based thinking has... Mo- momentarily return this does not mean that you will never be at rest or that you will will be constantly seeking to arrive as always been said you have arrived and rest exists only in the state and that's what you said earlier on too you know we forget that this we have already arrived we're accomplished but we have this Mm -hmm. human it's this ongoing you know desire to reach a state and awareness that, you know, we think we still haven't arrived. You know, I guess it's the humanness to strive, which we've been doing for millennia. (laughs) John Paula, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. But it's all good. All good. Whatever comes up, accept it. You know, you know, and I use that all the time. If I, if I only could accept that every event, past, present, and to come, is gently planned by someone with a big zero, knows what's my the good, my purpose, and I remind myself, accept it. There's a divine design here, and I chose it. Oh, yeah. Then you don't yep. look at yourself and say, you know, uh, you know, beat yourself up because if you can just nope. take a step back and realize I chose this, okay, this is my path. Nope. Therefore, this is yep. what, like I just said, I have to go through what I need to go through. You can't bypass mm-hmm. it. Whatever the, yep. the block is, you have to go through it and overcome it, so to speak. Yeah, and that's when you go through those dark periods is when you make your biggest advancements. That's right. There you go. Sweetie, sweetie, it's when you come out of that dark 
you've made mm-hmm. tremendous, the soul has made tremendous advances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I've got to remind myself, the soul, soul's journey. And you know that too, right? When you're, when you're in a crisis, all of a sudden it's, it's over. Like, what a relief I got through that, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. you can, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know what the best part is? Exactly what we're doing. Our souls coming together and and find, helping each other as one. We're sharing. Together one. Yeah. Sharing. We already, yeah, we already know that we are mm-hmm. one. The three of us yeah. are definitely of one, of one being. We are of one being, although we are individualized. It does not take right. away from the fact that we are still one. We are individualized portions of that one. Right. That all and that I, is, that, that, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we and all have our own path, path. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Vaughn was saying, we all have our own path. We all have our own issues or challenges or opportunities that we came into this life to meet and overcome. And here we are right. sitting here doing it. How awesome. <laughs> How awesome are we? Oh, we are awesome. We are. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes, we are. We are awesome. Okay, let's go to let's get through the rest of this, and we can say we finally okay. finished chapter nine. So okay, I think uh, Yvonne. Yvonne. Next. Yeah, Yvonne, uh-huh. fifteen, sixteen, and seventeen. Okay. All right. Yeah. An understanding of the mutuality of needs, an understanding of the mutuality of needs will aid you in being honest about your needs, thus allowing them to be met. Then the need to define or to identify them ceases. (laughs) Your needs only continue to be brought to your awareness as needs until your trust in their immediate and ongoing fulfillment is complete. <laughs> Thank wow, you. that's it. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> once anyway. trust is realized, okay, once this trust is realized, you will no longer think in terms of needs at all. Once you are no longer concerned with needs and the meeting of needs, you will no longer be concerned with special relationships. You will realize that there is no loss but only gain involved in letting them go. How true. Oh, my God. I have that section highlighted. Highlighted. Once, yeah, once <laughs> oh you my God. are no longer concerned with needs and the meeting mm-hmm. of you will no longer be concerned with special relationships. You will realize that there is no loss but only gain involved in letting them go. And that's Holding on point, to what you that's think. It. You want me to stop? Sorry. No, oh, I'm sorry. I, I just got overcome with, I was talking to myself and I didn't realize that I wasn't on mute. I'm so sorry, Yvonne. Please go ahead. Sounds good. Should I keep going, Paula? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Holding on to what you think will meet your needs. What you think will meet your needs is like holding your breath. 
Your breath cannot long be held. It is only through the inhaling and the exhaling, the give and the take of breathing that you live, the give and the take of breathing that you live. Each time you are tempted to think that your needs can only be met in special ways by special relationships, remember this example of holding your breath. Think in such a way, think in such a way no longer. Okay, think in such a way no longer than you can comfortably hold your breath, which is not very long. That's my little (laughs) interlude there. Release your breath and release this fear and move from special to holy relationship. Thank you. I have to jump in here and say something. I came upon a podcast with Lynn Kidd and uh, Elliot Robinson just by chance. And they were talking about breathing. And Elliot was bringing to, you know, the podcast, what he was talking about was that stop and think. Like, we hold our breath most of the time. And, you know, like, we're really not breathing. Like, like if you're in a state of fear, you, you, like, you can feel that your body's just so full, you know, like not even relaxed. So you're not really breathing. And, you know, they were talking about breathing. And, like, they both go into these, like, they just take time to be conscious of breathing. And, you know, I was listening to them. And as, because I was telling Judy, I've been going through some physical and mental stuff lately where I feel like I'm, you know, ready to kind of blow up by anxiety building up and pain and I started exactly as they were talking I just started to just breathe and just breathe in and out and I remembered even my yoga instructor years ago how she instructed me to breathe into certain parts of your body when you have this tightness and I will tell you I've been more conscious of my breath even walking, you know, you don't realize, and I realize, you know, I'm not really, I'm breathing, but I'm not breathing. You know what I'm saying. I'm breathing because I'm alive. But I'm really holding my breath most of the time. And if you realize when you're uptight or anxious or upset or something, or your mind is, I really think we're holding our breath really severely. And as soon as I let go, and stop breathing, and into my being, into my head, into my body, I feel everything just melt away, and I relax into it, and I can think clearer. Just try it. I I can't, and it's just like, yeah. It's like, Judy, like you said, you know, you can sit in meditation, but I'm more conscious of it walking, because you can meditate while you're walking, you can do, you know, just being mm-hmm. aware of my breath, and I can feel the tension, the, the angst or whatever, you know, gripping me at the moment, just going away, just relaxing, relax into it. And it's like, yes. And I can think clearer. My mind clears. Just, you know, I'm just, I had to share that. Because when he was talking about here about breathing, I said, gosh, yeah, holding on to what you think will lead to is like holding your breath. That's exactly it. Your breath cannot be 
long be held. It is only through the inhaling and exhaling, the give and taking of breathing that you live. I couldn't believe I, you, I heard that. Because I'm just telling you what I, I've been going through these last couple of days. Each time mm-hmm. you attempt to think your needs are met in special ways, that's an example of, remember this example of holding your breath. I was in fear. I was in angst. I was feeling anxiety coming up. Release the breath and release the fear and move from special to holy relationship. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus, because this is what I needed to hear. And, you know, it's really, and I will say this over and over again, when I really I need to hear or feel some, it comes. It comes. Mm-hmm. In any way, shape, it can come within a song. It can come within something like reading something or a movie. You know, someone says something in this movie, and I say, wow. That's what I needed to hear. He speaks to us in so many ways. And if we stop, like with me, like if I just let, relax, 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 and it comes. Thank you for letting me share that. Uh, my mind is blown right now. That paragraph was like, this is for you, Paula. This is what you were supposed to read tonight. And I say, thank you, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I can cry. Here's a joy. Right. Mm. Beautiful. Wonderful. Beautiful. You. you sure got ah. me on that one. And you're ah. right about it, absolutely right. I remember, too, from my old yoga classes, and also, mm-hmm. but actually also, also through the meditation, it's a big part of it. Breathing is a big part of meditation. Yeah. Even, even, you know, even just being conscious of the breath. Yeah, you know, I'm yeah not I agree. Good, I'm not a good meditator. I, I have a, t- a, a music, you know, some meditating music I use every morning calm myself and it's beautiful. But during the day, you know, sometimes... I'm just like, oh, I gotta do something. I gotta do this. I gotta do that. I don't <laughs> sit down and just, con- you know, go into that calming. I'm, I'm, it's, it's like I, I'm running, 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 running. The motor just keeps going. Yeah. So I'm doing it. Yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah. Well, I understand that today was one of those days for me, but for the most part, I am a, I am a, I mean, I was a human doing most of the afternoon. But most, of them, mm. most days, most mornings, afternoons, and evenings, I'm a human being. I sit a lot. And I will drift into spontaneous meditation a lot. Yeah. I just gave up doing, doing, doing years ago. To me, it was just now. I mean, I had to, you know, when I was younger, of course. It was a way to survive, stay alive, work, raise children, all the rest of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm retired and I basically don't have to work at anything, I don't. I just sit and, and I just love it. I just love it. I love going into spontaneous meditation. It is relaxing yeah. and it yeah. is totally fulfilling. See, and I, I just feel like if I I have to be doing something, like, what am I just sitting here? It's, it's <laughs> you know, that's been my, my MO, you might say, for my whole life, mm-hmm. you know, and now it's like, oh, yeah. 
Like, if I don't have anything on my calendar, my agenda, it's like, okay, what am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I understand that completely. Absolutely. I totally understand it. I really do. Yeah. yeah. I really do. I really get it. Absolutely. But I will tell you, Jesus blows my mind all the time. He really oh, that this paragraph. Oh, absolutely. It was totally for you, and it was totally meant for you, and you just had that beautiful experience. I think that is absolutely marvelous. I love that. And And that happens when we do, when we sit quietly and we're not doing, doing, doing. When we're just being, all kinds of that stuff happens spontaneously all the time. And I have to say, I love it. I mean, since COVID... Truthfully, since COVID, I don't go out. To me, it's a grand excuse that I never have to sit foot out of my house again. And I'm quite content. (laughs) Yeah. I am. Yeah. And I know my lifestyle is not for everybody. I get that. However, it is for me, and I'm taking full advantage of it, and I'm reveling in it, and I'm just loving it. I have the time now to sit and to meditate spontaneously. And like you, if I hear a song, and I hear something in that song. It's for me, a movie, same thing. Somebody will say something on a TV show, and it's like all of a sudden my mind just goes. It, has, mm-hmm. it, clicked. it clicks with something inside me. So, I mean, I don't have to go out to entertain myself or to be entertained. I love just staying here and being entertained by my very own being and whatever happens to <laughs> strike it at any particular moment. <laughs> I know that may sound awful, but it's not. <laughs> I guess you really like yourself, huh? <laughs> yeah, I do, actually. <laughs> I do. Are you there, I I spent so many years hating myself and and being disgusted and ashamed and and guilty and, oh, my God, all those negative, crappy things I spent so many years. But right now it is such a relief and such a major blessing after going through A Course in Miracles, A Course of Love, and many other, other, other such stuff that I finally came to this place where I actually do love myself and I like myself, I respect myself. And that, to and me, know, has, is just, it's been huge. Yeah. And, and you know what's been happening? It's like I can feel this great, really, relief, and all of a sudden, and all of a sudden like, a, a, a memory of something in my past comes up, and it just, oh, God, I don't want... It's like, yeah, but remember when you did, or this, you know, like, <laughs> whatever. And I go, ah! And I, I really have to, like, it's like, soon as I get to that point of like, yes, it's like that little monster ego comes up and rears its ugly head. And then I have to like start all over again. That's not the truth. Yeah, my God. It's like, so, and that's, you know, as bad as it feels, it's like, okay, but that's not the truth. That's not the truth of who I am. You know, I, I know yeah, oh, it, it starts all over again. It's like, so you get to that, yes, and then the little, little ugliness rears its head. You know what, sweetheart? It mm-hmm. is okay, because we've all, we've all got a past. I mean, I haven't lived 80 years on this earth without having some kind of a, you know, sneaky little past or something <laughs> or another, you know. But you know how I learned to deal with it? I learned to deal with it by saying, hey, Judy, that's okay, sweetheart. That was part of your path. It was mm-hmm. part of my path. I created whatever situation 
you know, causes that little thing to rise up in me. I, I settle it down right away. I say, wait, I created that. I chose yep. that particularly for whatever, for whatever reason it was. You know, I'll, I'll find it. I know what the reason was. I know what the reason was for everything I ever did. I know the reason for everything I ever created. I've done yeah. that work on myself so that I could understand who I am and get past all of those crappy little memories that tell me I'm not the truth of who I am. The truth of who we all are is we are an idea in the mind of God. We are God. We are that energy. We are of that energy. That energy resides in us. God is everywhere, in everything, and that includes us too. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a, we're a work in progress. At least I'm a work in progress. Absolutely. Oh, aren't we all are. <laughs> we are. We all Yvonne, are. You we still, all are. Yvonne, are you still with us? Oh, yes, I'm with you. I'm anxious to read the last two paragraphs. Okay, right, you then read let's them. read them. <laughs> Good. You read them. Oh, you want me to read them? Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so release your breath and release the sphere and move from special to holy relationship. This phase of coming to accept need and dependency is necessary only as a learning ground of experience on which trust can grow. Once this trust is realized, you will no longer think of trust just as you will no longer think of needs. Okay. Ceasing to think in terms in these uh, ceasing to think in these terms will soon be seen as a valuable ability and a time-saving measure of great magnitude. As these old ways of thinking leave you, you will be left as who you are in truth. Amen. I was Amen. just trying to figure out why, where he brought this idea of trust, and I'm thinking, well, what is the the connecting thread here? Uh, mm. You know, he yeah. I don't know where that is, why he's saying it. Maybe I have to reread that paragraph again just to hold, see if he says Okay, it was, that. it was in 916, hon. It was in 916 where he says, your needs only continue to be brought to your awareness as needs until your trust in their immediate and ongoing fulfillment is complete. Okay, yeah. where do you say that was now? In 15? Uh, 16. It- yeah. Okay, I got it. Here I, it I is. Have that yeah. highlighted from that. Yeah, so well, that's why I got it so quickly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's great. Okay, your needs only continue to be brought to your awareness as needs until your trust in their immediate and ongoing fulfillment is complete. There you go. See what I was saying before, how important it is to get the connection. For me, mm-hmm. that's... that's mm-hmm. I can't, I can't just, okay, once this trust is realized, you will know and I'm going to think in terms of needs. There you go. Thank you. There it is. Mm-hmm. You know, it always yeah. comes down to trust mm-hmm. if you think about it. Everything yeah. is that if you trust, oh, step yeah. back and trust, it'll yeah. all fall into place. Stop right. questioning it. Get out of your thinking mind. Try, stop trying to solve it. Just trust mm-hmm. the process. Yeah, that's trust, right. Trust the process. Trust the fact that God is in charge, period. The universe, yes. God has our back. There is yes. never a dispute about that. 
How could it not? That one, if I could only accept, it would just, that everything, past, present, and to come, is Mm. gently planned. That's complete trust. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And you and I both know, or we all know, as individuals, we always continually mm-hmm. create our own create our own reality. We create our lives. Nobody else does it for us. Nope. Whatever happens, and I gave this a lot of thought. It's like, well, what about that time, Judy? And then I'll think to myself, hmm, well, yeah, you made a choice to do yada, 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 and this is the yeah. result. So, of course, I created it. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. What was I thinking? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what was I thinking? Oh my God, I know, I know. When I was going through that process, I always used to say that to myself. What was I thinking? For God's sake, it was... <laughs> the problem you were thinking. That's the problem. The thinking. That's the you. Problem. You were thinking. <laughs> you waited on that to flow. Stop thinking. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Right. There was, there, was, there, was a skit. there was a skit on a TV show with Bob Newhart. And he was oh, my God. And the woman comes in and she's like babbling and babbling. And all he said to her, stop it. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, my God. That was hilarious. Thank that was for the class. memory, <laughs> wasn't it? Oh my God! Oh my God! Yeah, it was something like something. Like, I'll bet you a nickel I can cure you in five minutes or whatever it was. Yeah, it was like, she would, you know, here's this yeah. psychiatrist, and you're supposed yes. to be very. He's babbling, and all he just said two words: "Stop it! Stop it!" Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can see oh, God. What Jesus saying, Paula? Yeah, stop uh, it, Paula. Stop it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, that was hilarious. Oh, my God. That's just a classic. Yeah, it's a classic. That's <laughs> oh, true. There's so much truth. And, <laughs> you know, thinking. the best part is that we can sit here <laughs> and laugh about it. Oh, yes. Well, I decided <laughs> long ago to stop taking myself so damn seriously. Yeah. I just, I can't. I cannot take myself seriously. When we know the truth of who we are, how can we take our ego seriously? There are these tiny little portions of our soul that are pushed out here into physical existence to learn whatever the heck it is our soul wants us to learn. You know, we create everything so that we can learn what we are, what we're creating. We see it manifested physically. We see what we've created out in the physical world. You know, so how can my little ego take on such huge responsibility as to think it's the be-all and end-all of everything when I know it isn't? My soul is. Because yeah. it's got a tremendous ego. <laughs> well. <laughs> full of itself. Yeah. It, yeah. It can get very full of itself, believe me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't respect or love myself too much when that happens. It does diminish. Believe me, it does diminish. Yeah. And then I quickly realize what I'm doing and I do stop it. <laughs> Sometimes I kill it with kindness. I say, oh, come on. Oh, you yeah. really think that? You know, I, people hear me, you know, like, I live alone in an apartment, though. <laughs> and people pass through the door and they hear me talking. They say, who is she talking to? <laughs> <laughs> the most intelligent person on her planet. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've been doing that for years. I remember years ago I told a friend of mine we were 
I think we were working through, I think it was A Course of Love. And um, I remember at one time I said to him something to the effect of, oh, I have befriended my ego. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, this is just oh, after yeah. we had taken, yeah, this was just after we had taken A Course in Miracles. And I don't know, my ego kind of objected to all the ego bashing that I heard. And then, you know, I realized the distinction and the differences that were being made, so I wasn't too upset about it at all. However, what I did learn from that was that my ego is a part of me, and if it's a part of me, it's a part of God. So I Mm -hmm. want to be kind to it, and I want to make it my friend. I'm tired of telling it to shut up and go away and, you know, go get yourself a cup of coffee and sit over there in the corner or be gone. No, I wanted my ego to feel loved and included. Embrace it. Yep. Absolutely. It's a part of me. It's a part of me. Do I like it all the time? No. (laughs) No. I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying. But accepting it absolutely all the time. All the time. And I've learned to be a lot gentler with that. Yeah. It needs needs, Mm. needs attention. It craves attention. It does. It craves attention, and so rather than having it act out and do all these crazy, stupid things, I just decided that I would just love it. I will just love it and accept it and keep love it, it gentle. Yes, love it. Yes, yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, calm down. You don't have to be the same thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It works. Yeah. Yeah, I know you do the same thing too, Paul. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. Love it to death. Don't put, yeah. don't make promises. Don't, yeah. I'll love you to death. Yeah. That's it. I will. Yeah. I will. Uh, and I even, I even did a meditation, you know, where I just sat very, very quietly. I thought about my ego. I thought of her as a little girl. And in my mind's eye, I saw her being alone and frightened and angry. And mm. so I brought her a big candle and I said, come here, sweetheart. Let me embrace you. Let me hug you and bring the light to you. And then I just opened myself up um, mentally and I allowed this great golden globe to kind of emerge from my stomach area. And I said, come on into the light. And I just embraced her right to me and right inside of me. And I I said, I'm going to hold you here and I'm going to grow you up. And you don't need to be frightened or angry anymore. Anyway, uh, that's uh, just sharing something with you girls. No, and I appreciate that because there's that little girl in me too. Yeah. That I know where I, when I come from certain, you know, when certain ego things happen, I know where it's coming from. Yeah, you know, I I'm agree. Aware. I'm aware. Yeah. yeah. I and also believe I, too. Yeah. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. When you No, that's, you. you know, I believe, and that's where I've learned to embrace her. Yeah, because one of the things I've really understood, especially since going through the course of love with you for the last almost couple of years now, is that nothing that happens to me today is exceptionally real. It can trigger some old memory. Mm -hmm. It'll trigger that little frightened girl inside of me, okay? But whatever is causing the trigger is not the cause of the issue. Me, I'm the cause of the issue, and some, you know, at some age, that little kid inside of me got really hurt or angry or whatever. Whatever it was she felt, that is what's being triggered. It's not any current event. Yeah. The current event is only the trigger. 
So that's what I do. I will just sit quietly, find, you know, go into meditation or close my eyes, get still, ask her, how old are you? And she will tell me and I will listen. And then we will review what happened at the time and we will work towards healing her, it, and me. Mm. And, you know, and just, we, we're constantly told, told, you know, about self-love. Yeah. Yeah. Love. Yeah. I took that very much to heart. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's how I've learned to heal and accept yeah. everything and love myself and respect myself. Even the little girl when she gets angry and frightened and bitchy or whatever, mm-hmm. it's just like, okay, sweetheart, whatever's going on, let's figure it out. I'm with you. Yeah. I, you know what I say? You're not alone. Mm, yes, one of my yes. <laughs> yeah, that's I one of my favorite things to her. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it works, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. It really, really does. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, I love And you I didn't through. know this. Oh thank you. I love you too. Both both very much. I do. This has been so awesome. You know, and, you know, it's funny, Yvonne, I got on, you know, I, as you you know, Reverend Bill and Gloria are not here. You know, I knew they weren't coming on. He texted me. And I said to uh, Judy, I said, it's probably going to be just you and I. And I said, you know, we <laughs> can just, you know, do a short whatever and hang up. And and look how what a beautiful hour and a half it turned out to be. Oh, my God. And all and, and Yvonne, I'm so glad you came on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you know, I do this for me too, you know, like I felt mm-hmm. Paul said, You gonna get on with Paula tonight? I said, Yeah, I think I am. <laughs> 'Cause he Paul, Paul has <laughs> he, he knows more about what I have to he said, Well, this is Wednesday, don't you get on with Paula tonight? This is Tuesday, uh-huh. you know. Monday, this is Thursday, don't you get on with Krishna Das, you know, this kind of thing, you know. And, he, mm-hmm. and I said Manage my own calendar. You don't have to worry about it, you know. <laughs> Let me ask, have, have you seen or heard anything of Lana in, in, in any uh, sessions or whatever? No. Only when I yeah. was on with you the last time, it was a few weeks ago, I heard her. She was on. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah gonna, it. I, have, I haven't seen her around, and I'm going to give her a call or... See what's going on, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. know her well enough for that. I guess you have her number and that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Give her, All right. give her my love. Give her love. Oh yeah, I'm going to tell her how much. Well, I'm going to make sure she's okay first. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Love yes, from yes. all of her. Absolutely. Right. Thanks, everyone. <sighs> this okay. was so gorgeous. Great. This turned out, you know, I can't from the bottom of my heart. I can't put in words how grateful I am to both of you tonight. I'm breathing softer. My head is not hurting as much. The ringing doesn't even... I was. I have tonight, tinnitus and really been acting pretty severe lately and it's getting, to, you know, physically causing me to, you know, go into anxiety and fear. But I'm telling you, this was... This was best medicine I could have taken. 
Get her there, girlfriend. <laughs> Can I call you about 2 o'clock in the morning if I can't sleep? <laughs> You can call. I may not answer. You're up. You've got three hours ahead. Oh, we that's, that. yes. No, you're three hours ahead. I'm three hours ahead. Yeah, You'll no, be that's why, that's why I don't text at night anymore. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and everyone. Yes. Good night, Eva. All right. Good night. Good night, Paula. I love you. Okay. Good night, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.